Welcome to the TT's Table Unwrapped podcast, where we care about self-care. I am TT Carroll, an author, president of a beauty-filled life, say it with words, ministry, and a trained teacher and life coach. More importantly, I am a student of life with a major in being an auntie who is not your pastor, your mother, nor sister, but a sometimes pesky but relatable confidant. Join me each week at TT's Table for 15 minutes of self-care, where we will engage in enlightening drills by utilizing humor to lift the mood, monologue to share tips and tactics, scripture and meditation to focus our hearts and minds, and ending with an appeal for purpose that inspires us to unwrap our unique gifts and use them to become more effective in living out our calling and purpose with maximum joy. So thank you for spending time with me today. Now let's sit at TT's table, begin unwrapping our gifts, and focus on purpose. See you in seconds. As the priest was closing out the Sunday morning worship one week, He ended by saying to his faithful congregation, Next week, I am going to preach on the subject of liars. So in preparation for my service, if you don't mind, I would like you all to read the 17th chapter of the book of Mark. The following Sunday, the preacher rose to begin his sermon. Looking out over the congregation, he reminded them, saying, Last week, I asked you all to read the 17th chapter of the book of St. Mark. If you have read the chapter, please raise your hand. Nearly every hand in the congregation went up, some reluctantly and some very enthusiastically. Smiling, the preacher looked over the congregation and said, Well, I see. You are the very people I want to talk to today. The liars. You see, the book of Mark only has 16 chapters. Many of us are gift givers. For instance, it is not unusual for most of us to tip a waiter at a restaurant or a singer or band playing at an establishment or the doorman or woman or baggage handlers when checking in or out of hotels or even our hairstylists or nail technicians or most anyone who provides a courtesy or service to us. Some even extend their giving to panhandlers on sidewalks in the streets or on the side of the road. Yes, we give, yet there are many different motives and types of givers. For instance, there is the type that give because it makes us feel good, noble, or charitable. So then the gift becomes sort of a reward from ourselves to ourselves. 
there's a type that gives as an expression of gratitude. It is our way of pouring ourselves into a person or ministry that has encouraged us in one way or another. Then there's the type that give out of feelings of empathy or sympathy. We are heartbroken and do not understand how anyone could end up in diverse, desperate situations. Even so, the thing that might hold true for most givers is that though we give, we might not fully uh, consider what effect the gift that we give will have on a receiver's life. We did our duty. We showed our appreciation. We did what we could to help a person in need. After we have done our part, for whatever reason, it seems that the next right thing to do is to treat the gift as a disappearing act, something that we neither talk about nor try to explain. In the end, the mechanism of giving is the same, but the heart or spirit of the giver is what makes the gift unique. The Word of God says that He is a jealous God. But no, His jealousy is not born out of envy, greed, nor resentfulness. Rather, it is comprised of and embodies protectiveness, watchfulness, and a desirous appeal to bring His creation to perfection. Unlike us, when God gives or dispenses spiritual gifts or equips us for his kingdom work, he knows exactly the effect that the gift will have on the receiver's life if realized and used effectively. He is a man with a plan. He gives or dispenses gifts freely and abundantly according to the intel he collected if you will, while he knit us together in our mother's womb. He knows how each gift will add to our lives individually and to the life of his community of believers. And he does not have an inclination nor a reason to explain or forget about what he has given. Rather, he has an expectation that his dispensation of gifts will be a beautiful reward from him through us to himself. Our spiritual gifts are a part of our makeup. They are part of God's plan of redemption. Whatever they are, even if they resemble someone else's, they are still unique for us. It is incumbent on us then to to discover, develop, and delight in them, in those gifts. So here we are. We have considered our gifts to ourselves through giving to others and God's gift to himself by pouring into us and giving us freely the manifestations of his spirit. Now is the time for us to think about our gifts to God 
by unwrapping and living out our spiritual giftedness for his glory. How about that for maximum joy? This week's meditation verse is an adaptation of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 7 through 11 and it reads, To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good, and all are empowered by one and the same Spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. Our affirmations today are as follows. Please feel free to repeat them with me. I am the apple of my father's eye. In him, I am accepted, I am loved, I am qualified, I am complete, I am empowered, I am a beneficiary of his grace. am a partaker in his divine nature. I shall express his goodness in my life and my work. I will continually receive all blessings with gratitude. scripture according to 2nd Corinthians chapter 9 says that God loves a cheerful giver it also has an encouragement and a promise of a reward that God can and will bless us abundantly and allow us to abound in every good work according to the gifts that we share sometimes that particular scripture is used or read only in the context of giving money. However, there are other things that we can give from the heart that can be a great blessing to someone who needs it at a given moment in time. They are simple and they can include such as a smile, a word of encouragement, a helping hand, a loving rebuke, and so on and so on. So the tip of the week is this. Let us give generously, cheerfully, 
or hilariously of ourselves to the work of God, then in service to each other for his glory. Now for our appeal for purpose. All minds clear. Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless us when we come in and bless us when we go out. We ask you to bless us in the city and bless us in the country, wherever our trails lead. Lord, we are pregnant with purpose. Please bless the fruit of our labor and the works of our hands and prosper everything we touch. Bless our seed or the miracles that are within us and bless our land as we spread them out far and wide. And Lord, in the process, please enlarge our territories so that we can even do a new thing in a new place if it is your desire for us to do. Father, we ask you to bless our storehouse, that it not only be a place for our own prosperity, but also a deep well of goodness for those who are in need. Then, Lord, please deafen our ears to the naysayers and cause our enemies to come at us in one direction but flee from us in seven. Lord, we are your creation in Christ Jesus and greater are you who is in us than he that is in the world. For this we give you the honor and glory by your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we did it. Today could very well be the first day of the rest of your life. I hope you were inspired by this exercise and I look forward to your joining me for future sessions. If you enjoyed what we have done so far, please give this podcast a subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. Also, please feel free to visit my website at ttcarol.com. That's two T's plus Carol with an E for empowerment. To access a spiritual gift assessment tool and additional helpful books and resources that are now available. Until next time, remember, we are fearfully and wonderfully made and designed with a blueprint for our own personal brand of greatness. See you next time at the table. Ta-ta!